Ha ha, I fooled you with another title switch and bait. You'll find out why. Listener warning, this podcast contains bad words. Please listen at your own discretion with your kids not in the car. Ta-da! Hi everybody, it's Meredith Atwood here. You are on another Notes on Nonsense. Well, you're not actually on it. I'm the only one on it. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Notes on Nonsense, the weekly pontification where I pontificate. I'm very, very, very tired at the moment, and it's five o'clock, and I never, I vowed to never try and record at five o'clock. But alas, here I am. Why? Because we all have the same 24 hours. So I got to get it done. (laughs) That's why. You can do it. It's fine. So I am getting ready for the book launch. The book launch, The Year of No Nonsense, is less than four weeks away, you guys. Oh, my gosh. I know you're probably tired of hearing about it. You're not as tired as I am. (laughs) I promise. But this book is going to be awesome. Please, please, please go pre-order it. Um, everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to read it. And I'm like, no, no, you have to go pre-order it because pre-orders are a very, very big deal in the author world. So if it's before December 17th, please go order the book. If you know you're going to read it, definitely go ahead and order it. It's like 12 bucks on paperback and I think it's $9.99 on Kindle. So this is my plea. If you've liked anything I've ever said or I've entertained you in the slightest, give me a $10 donation in the form of this book purchase. Please note, I do not even get anywhere near close to $10. <laughs> like, not even near. So it is still very much appreciated because I would like this book to be in everyone's hands possible. I really do think it's a good book, you guys, and I'm hopeful. So on to today's topic. Today's topic is resolutions are bullshit. See, I sort of baited you because I said this podcast was called Kids Are Bullshit. And I went in and fixed this (laughs) right here in the introduction. Because people loved that episode, even though it wasn't about kids. It's my number one downloaded episode. It's all in the title, baby. But this, we're talking about resolutions. And I mean New Year's resolutions because we are coming to that time of the year where we hate ourselves. We are doing everything for everyone else and we are seriously hating everything about our bodies, our habits, our minds, our time, our jobs, our career, our family, and we are more than likely really starting to suffer. So I want you to go ahead and forget about December. And I don't mean about actually forgetting December, but I want you to forget about December as a time, as a time where you have to rush, rush, rush through it, get through it in order to get to a new page to turn. I know I'm not the first person to do this, but I did write a blog post about six years ago about why resolutions were garbage. There has since been several other people on the planet to also say this. This is not a new concept, but what I want to offer to you guys is that your year, your year of no nonsense starts whenever you damn well please, whenever you decide to step up to your version of your health, happiness, and success on your terms. I talk about health, happiness, and success in the year of no nonsense. I'm going to talk about it, break it down here 
now. So you guys can start thinking about what your year of no nonsense looks like whenever you decide to start. And it does not have to be New Year's. So for now, I'm not even going to explain why resolutions are bullshit. I think we all know deep down in our soul why. But there's something super shiny and sharp and friendly and refreshing about the idea that we get a new new page to write on, that we get to turn the page and then write on that new page. But my therapist <laughs> recently said, I believe that there are always do-overs because I said something to him. Like, I don't want to screw this up and have no way of going back because there's only so many chances you get before karma just slaps you on the ass. And he goes, do you really believe that? And I was like, yeah, I kind of think I do. And he said, well, I think life is a series of do-overs. I think you get unlimited do-overs. I think you always get a chance to begin again. And I think you can start anytime and change anything. And I thought, you know what? I actually believe that. I believe that way more than karma is going to slap you in the ass. Although I do believe that karma does, in fact, slap asses <laughs> and very much deservedly so. But on this idea that we have a chance of unlimited do-overs in our life, think about that for a minute. That doesn't mean that do-overs or that, that actions don't have consequences. But the fact that we have unlimited do-overs, <sighs> take a breath on that and really sit with it for a second and think about what that means and what that means for your life, your future, your weight, your health, your job, your children, your family, everything. What does it mean? It means that we can breathe and we don't need a date to tell us it's time to work time to change, time to do anything because we are where we are and that is the present. So I want to break down health, happiness, and success. I say that on every podcast I do and I've been saying it since 2017 when I started this podcast. It morphed into pillars in the book and the beautiful thing about health, happiness, and success, we'll start with health. These are all, actually, we'll take all three. Health, happiness, and success are and can be objective, but they are definitely, most definitely, subjective. And what that means is that you, like your various versions of BS and nonsense, have your own subjective version of health and happiness and success, what those look like to you. In my keynote talks that I give, I break it down to this. If you were dropped on planet Earth from another planet and you did not speak the language, you didn't have access to a phone, you had no idea what social media is, health, happiness, and success are what you would feel when you encountered certain things. And what I mean by this, what would make you feel health? If you're a complete stranger to social norms, to what you're told you're supposed to feel, to what numbers and names you've been called and data points like weight and height and all of these things. If you had no idea, if you were just plopped down on earth and asked in a language you understood, what makes you feel healthy? What would that be for you? It probably would not be a number on the scale. You know why? Because that would be meaningless because you wouldn't know what a scale is. You wouldn't even have the same gravity. You'd weigh something different on your planet. Hopefully like a lot less. No, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is health would be what you felt in your body, in your bones, in your gut. It would be how you felt. And I joke about in my talks that health for me would be in a very, very teeny tiny bikini eating a ton of cookies on a beach where no one 
cared. And I'd probably be dipping those cookies in peanut butter and I wouldn't be wearing a stitch of sunscreen because I wouldn't know that sunscreen exists and it wouldn't feel healthy to slather chemicals on my body. And I would just burn. (laughs) But what I'm saying is for me being next to the ocean, breathing air, reading a book with cookies and in like virtually no clothes, that would feel so healthy to me. And I wouldn't even think about the size of my body. What does health feel like. We are so worried about what we look like. What do we feel like? What is health? What is health to you? Next, happiness. I go into great detail in my book about why happiness is a lie that we have been told we are entitled to. And that's such a bummer. It may make you not even want to pick up the book. But here's the thing. Happiness is a lie that we've been told. What we're really after is peace, harmony, quiet, space to breathe. That's what we're after. What we're what we say when we say happiness is what Thomas Jefferson said, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, which was exemplified in the Will Smith movie um the pers- what was it called? Oh my goodness, happiness, happiness with a y. It like totally fell out of my brain. It's not the pursuit of happiness. Ah, I should know this. I'm not going to stop it. I don't edit these, so forget it. The Will Smith movie with happiness with a y. It's like my favorite movie ever. I have to let it go. Okay. That in that he talks about this Thomas Jefferson quote about how we're entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that we're not entitled to happiness. So we are entitled to pursue happiness. Happiness is a fleeting, fun feeling of euphoria that we get every so often that we're constantly chasing and we chase it with addiction and problems and booze and all sorts of crazy things, just seeking that feeling of happiness when what we're really after is pursuing happiness. We're pursuing goals and dreams and doing things that feel meaningful and relationships that aren't always happy, but they're meaningful and they're fulfilling. The pursuit of happiness is subjective. What makes you tick and happy and content and peaceful and still is not the same thing that makes me I love public speaking. I love standing up in front of a crowd. Most people would rather die. (laughs) But to me, that is part of my happiness. That is also part of my success. Point three, success is objective if you're looking at success from a money standpoint. But how many successful people in this world have taken their lives when we stand back and go, how did it happen? How? How do we lose Anthony Bourdain? How do we lose Kate Spade, Kurt Cobain, all these individuals, Chester, and his name is falling out of my head too from um, the, the band. God, I should really do these and research them. But I never know where they're going to go, Chester, Bettingfield. No, something like that. Ugh, I feel like such an ass right now. Anyway, sorry. But you know who I'm talking about. So... Famous people, success. The definition of success is subjective. These people were successful, but their personal version of health, happiness, and success was not enough to keep them alive. They were that unhappy, okay? I want to think about that for a minute. Health, happiness, and success, that is what we are seeking. We're seeking it on our own terms, and we half the time we don't even know it. We don't know that health to us is laying belly out on a, ba- on a beach somewhere with cookies and peanut butter. We don't know that the pursuit of happiness is actually sitting down to write that novel that pays us nothing. And we don't realize that success for us and for me is having a voice and having a platform because I wasn't allowed to have a voice as a child and I don't care about the money I make doing it. Do I need to make a living? Yes, it would be really nice at some point (laughs) to pull this off and monetize it in a way that I can feed my family. However, 
my core belief of success and the way that I put that out into the world is me having this microphone, this platform, this voice, because I was made to be so quiet and take care of other people for so long. Do you see what I'm getting at? Health, happiness, and success is up to you, and it's up to you to chase it. No one is coming for you. They don't know you're missing. I talk about this in the book. I talk about this every chance I get. Everything that is shitty and bad and horrible and everything that hurt you and all the people that hurt you and those who stood in line to make your life miserable, they hurt you. They caused you pain. They caused you irreparable damage, but they did not break you. What they did to you is their fault. How you handle your choices, your life, where you're going for your health, your pursuit of happiness, and your desire for success is up to you. Ball is in your court. Resolutions are bullshit. Stop waiting until the new year to make changes that you so desperately want. Your health, your happiness, your success is in your court right now. Now, sounds great. Yeah, let's do it. Woohoo, woohoo. Are you pumped up? I said, <laughs> maybe I should do these at five in the afternoon. I forget all names and historical references, but I have a lot of energy. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're like delete, done, unsubscribe. No, it's fine. All of this to say, your year of no nonsense, your year of your best life, everything that you want starts when you are ready. Resolutions are bullshit because they are a manufactured holiday (laughs) where you go out and you eat and drink yourself into a place where you hate yourself so much that you have no choice but to wake up in the morning and do something about it. (laughs) Let's not do that. Let's not do that. I am going to be taking life coaching clients early. We are going to be starting December, December 1. If you're interested, email me. I'm not going to pitch it on this show. Go to my website. Send me an email. Because I want as many people as possible to start now. Yes, the holidays is the hardest time, right? That's what everyone tells you. I actually pitched an article for a sobriety publication, and the pitch was this. Why getting sober during the holidays will save your life. And they rejected it, and here's why. Oh, people don't get sober during the holidays. That's the hardest time. And I wrote them back. I said, you know what? Suicide is the highest during the holidays. Alcohol and substance abuse is the number one contributor to suicide. Therefore, if people were able to give up drinking during the holidays, there would be less drinking, less suicide. It doesn't mean that anything would be easy. Nothing is easy. It doesn't mean that that's not a triggering idea. (laughs) Trigger warning. But I know this. I quit drinking on December 12th. It was the best Christmas gift I could have given myself. And because I did it during the quote unquote hardest time of the year, I proved to myself that I could do it through my grandmother's death, that I could do it through job loss, that I could do it through devastating professional developments and more. I know every day that I am sober and that I want to drink, that I can look back to the fact that I quit drinking during the holidays as evidence that I can do anything. So I want you right now, this podcast is going live on November 21st. I want you to marinate on this. You'll, I don't know when you'll listen to it, but I want you to marinate on it. And I might even change the title of this episode <laughs> now that I think about it, because I don't know that everyone's going to listen to resolutions or bullshit. So I may come up with something like kids are bullshit part two. <laughs> Actually, that's a really good idea. 
I don't know what I'll do. This is my show. I can decide what I want to do. It's, it's a really beautiful thing. You should get one. Um, but all I'm saying is when you do things that are hard, when you do things at times that people say, oh, that's too hard to do, but you do it anyway. When you defy the odds, <laughs> when you prove something to yourself that you didn't think was possible, no matter how small, like beginning to get, get in shape by beginning to take charge of your shit before the holidays, by not waiting until New Year, you are establishing a pattern that says, I decide when I change my life. I decide how I do it. I do it on my terms. This is my life. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. You decide. So my challenge for you on November 21st, when this podcast will go live, I think, with what unknown title. My challenge for you is to how can you throw your resolutions out the window and really make some substantial changes to what you want over the holidays? How I don't care if you go out to eat and drink yourself into a stupor on New Year's Eve, as long as between the time you listen to this podcast and that day. You really do some thinking about what, what it means to you and, and, and what you want, what you want for your health, happiness, and success. Because this is your life. No one is coming for you. Not even me. They don't know you're missing. Be who you want to be. Take those steps. Don't wait till New Year's. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>